Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The numbers told the story, they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Our number two of a numbers game at VSEN, the Sports Betting Network, VSEN.com, the VSEN app, Fubos, Link Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. Um, in case you missed it, the first hour, Drew and I, Drew Dinsick and I, talking about uh, Paolo Boncaro and the moving odds, the just hugely moving odds over the last 24 hours on him going first in the NBA draft. Hard to believe he was, you know, he, he didn't say this on air, but he was saying off air. Hard to believe that we're getting Trayvon Walker and maybe Paolo Boncaro in the same year, if that manifests NFL and NBA draft back to back. And then we're just talking about these uh, golfers moving. So Max home was the one that surprises me. I'm a little disappointed in Max, to be honest with you. Brooks Kepka, Brooks Kepka, 19th ranked in the world. Abraham answered 20th ranked in the world. Max Homa, 22nd ranked in the world. They're on their way. And who was it, Brian? Somebody else was saying it's like, in the end, Kepka and DeChambeau, remember that little feud? They both went. Yeah. It was like saying, uh, there's no more villains. There's and, no more villains in golf. Nobody, like, Patrick Reed is gone. Patrick yeah. Reed is gone. The that's cheater. right. I mean, that's what, that's what I called it. But. Yeah. Well, ask all his college teammates. They'll tell you. Let's talk some baseball. Let's talk some baseball. No, there's a sport never riddled with cheating. Oh, well, wait a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, from an undisclosed location in Arizona, it's Mark Borchard, at base winner on Twitter. How you doing, Mark? Gil, I'm doing pretty good. You know, there hasn't been much controversy. Not a lot of steroids, not a lot of sign stealing this year. You know, the only controversy is what Major League Baseball has done to itself with the ball situation. Yeah. Yeah, we still don't have a handle on that, do we? Or do, do you like? I mean, how do you approach it every day? Do you just not even not even something you deal with? Well, I think that as a rule, we got to think that run suppression is going to going to happen this year. The ball is going to be deader than normal. But this this humidor, the I think to make a long story short, Gil, I think there's going to be a lot of runs in August. I think that the, the ball is going to get dried out in these humid environments, especially in a humid environment uh, in late summer. Look for score if you want. If you like playing overs, look for scoring to increase where the where the ballparks are humid. But as a rule, I think and they want to do this. They're they're trying to you know it kind of backfired when they juiced the ball because it became a three true outcome situation where uh, you know. The home run was so easy to get, you know, relatively to you know, the, all of history of baseball, that these guys who really didn't have power to begin with, or not, not you know, home run power, you know, considered, you know, historic home run power or normal home run power. These guys said, you know, well, with this ball juiced, I can just swing a little harder. I'm going to strike out more, but I'll have a chance to hit a home run. So, by juicing the ball in 2019, it kind of backfired. 
uh, on MLB. They thought that the that it would be a livelier game, but it became a three true outcome game. So now I think they're trying to bring it back. And I just wish, and I, I agree with what they're doing, Gil. I just wish they would be upfront about it. I think that they have the, the, the ability to, to tell us, especially betters and fantasy players, you know, what's going on with the ball. Hey, this is what we're doing with the ball. And, uh, you, you can, you can take it for what it's worth, but from a handicapper standpoint, if I knew that, then you could actually model it right now. There's a lot of guessing, Gil. Yeah. There sure is, and they'll never be honest about it. I think we we can be c- confident of that. They never have been. They never will be. I want to get to, because we haven't asked you about this in a while, the teams at this point in the year that you, based on your numbers, feel are, uh, are overachieving record-wise and are underachieving the most, and that'll give us some sense of how we can bet those teams moving forward, either yes-no playoffs, adjusted season win totals. But I want to ask you about the Yankees first. So the Yankees are 50-17, and 17, another win yesterday after the Blue Jays had come from way behind to beat them on Sunday, a rare blip in the season for the Yankees. 50-17. and 17. Now, Garrett Cole had a no-hitter going into the eighth last night before it was broken up. Uh, and then the Yankees, they, the, the Rays actually tied the Yankees. Yankees had to win in a dramatic fashion on an Aaron Hicks shot. Um, I'm comparing them. I'm looking at the game log of the 2001 Mariners. The 116-win 2001 Mariners, which I remember distinctly, as I'm sure you do, sitting there, I remember just at work every day that year, and the Mariners would just find a way. They would just hit their way to victories. Current moment, the Yankees are 50-17. and 17. The, the 2001 Mariners would have a two-game lead over the Yankees right now. That's it. Two-game lead. And so I just want to, like, a team that is this good, that continues to win, it is very, uh, you know, common for us to immediately knee-jerk reaction and say, yeah, you know, it's it can't, you know, it's probably not going to be sustainable. They've had the best of injuries. Um, so, you know, don't expect this to continue. Okay, I get that. But do we often sort of get to that conclusion a little too quickly sometimes? Like, couldn't it, on the other hand, be just a well, historical season? I think it's pretty cool the way I do the standings on my site, Gil, and I'm not, I'm patting myself on the back a little bit, but I'm looking at this, like where they should be based on their underlying stats, like how good they've been weighted runs, creative plus goes into it. X fit minus and defensive runs saved. And okay. So conventionally they're 746. So they've gotten a little bit of lucky or percentage wise they're 746. Uh, but the implied win win percentage is, is 700, 702. They should be 47 and 20. So not that far off of what they actually are. Wow. And this team is solid. I mean, it's a good team. I've got them projected to win 108 games and maybe that, maybe they'll, they'll kind of can it towards the end. Um, that's the one thing if, if they don't, if, if there's not another team, you know, they, they give the two buys to the Yankees or to, or they're give the two buys to the top two teams in the AL. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be chasing that. But once they get there, you know, what, what more do they have to play for Gil? No, that's a great point. And, but, but it is interesting that they're only three games better than what they ought to be based on your numbers. And by the way, Mark is not a, for those just tuning in, Mark is not a Johnny come lately to the Yankees. Their season win total preflop was 91. He had them projected at 98 and we laughed. Who's laughing now? Uh, okay, so so based on that, I, I want to get to, you know, here we are, 65 or so games into the season. Give me the teams. You just mentioned that the Yankees are three games better than what you have them. Give me the team or teams that are, are way overperforming based on your numbers in terms of their actual record and way overperforming and underperforming right now. 
Okay, so look at the luckiest team. This is based on their, their weighted runs created plus, XFIP minus, you know, put that in defensive run save, put that in kind of a mixer and come up with their expected wins. So the, the, the team that's the luckiest is the Mets. They're, they mm. should be 41, roughly 41 and 28. They're 45 and 24. So about a four game difference there. And there's some concerning things with the, with the Mets. Uh, if you go a little bit more granular into our offensive numbers, which I won't do on the show, but I, I think that they have, uh, I mean, they, they still should be 592, right? I mean, they still should be 40 and 28, but, but maybe not as good as, as their record would indicate, Gil. Okay. And by the way, William Hill puts out adjusted season win totals pretty much on a daily basis. Mets are not up currently, but they do have a handful of teams up right now. So I can't give you their adjusted number right now, but that's interesting. So the Mets outperforming per year numbers, what they are currently by four games. Who's been the unluckiest? Unluckiest team is the Mariners. They should be nine games better than they are. Now this Whoa. is a pretty big contrast. Whoa. So they're, they're, they'll check this out, Gil. They're they're 106 weighted runs created plus, so six percent better than average. Their xFIP this this includes the starters and the bullpen. They're only two percent worse than average. And defensive runs saved, their 34 defensive runs saved puts them third in baseball. So yeah, the, but by by that by those numbers, they should be 38 and 30, and they're 29 and 39. So it's just been kind of a unlucky year for the Mariners, which is funny because remember last year they were really lucky and people got like fired up because I, I I bet him not to go into the playoffs and you call me uh, un-American as a matter of fact. I <laughs> believe that was uh, un-American. That's, that's right. What's wrong with me, by the way? What's wrong with it me? It worked out for uh, me. Though. Yeah. You know, the Angels got him in the end there. I really said that. Um, okay. So what's interesting about this for me is also there's, this is, and baseball, it's particularly interesting because there's such a long arc where I get 162 games. Do you find, so it's one thing to say that the Mariners you know, underperforming by nine games. That's massive in a 65-game stretch. Do you find then that on a daily or nightly basis that they are undervalued by the market? So do you find yourself betting them a lot daily? I think I haven't bet them that much lately, and it just depends on how it's priced. But I expect for me, now this is kind of how I ha- I handle it as a handicapper. So, like, let's say, you know, I, I come up with a line on every game for the daily card. And let's say I have, like, a 15-cent difference. Usually that's a play. But in the, in the Mariners' case, if I have a nickel difference, or even if it's even, I'm going to play the Mariners. I look for some regression on this team. And uh, I think that that's kind of how you handicap, like, the luck stats as a capper, you want to have a fundamental edge going into the game, but it just kind of pushes you to either increase your bet size or to make a play on the game. Well, cause that's, you know, that's the conundrum of sports betting, right? And specifically like, this is a great example of it. The Mariners who your, your broader numbers have them as underperforming. And if the market then on a daily basis, you know, provides value, you would keep going back to the well and to this point, they would keep disappointing you, right? So it's then it plays tricks on your mind. I mean, this is always the thing about sports betting, why it's such a, a mind-numbing experience sometimes. And at what point then, if that is the case, do you just say to yourself, I can't keep doing this? Yeah, that's a good question, Gil. For me, I think my threshold is a lot higher than than most people. And it really depends on you know what the underlying metrics look at. Uh, they're looking at the underlying metrics and and I, I expect uh, full regression on some of the, some of the luck stats. So I will play a team a lot longer than, than the average person. And it's only been because I've been doing it a long time, I think, but yeah. it does play, play it. You're right. It does play uh, tricks on your mind. 
we're going to run into a wall here, Mark. Do you want to hang for another? You know, you yeah, can, no problem. All right, no problem. We'll, we'll get, we'll get your right. picks here after the break. One last question here real quick, though. Um, interestingly, the Dodgers are right about where they should be based on your numbers. Yeah, let me go ahead and take a look at that real fast. Yeah, they should be uh, 40 and 25. They're actually right there, Gil. For, they're 40 and 25. They should be 40 and 25. Exactly yep. the same number. Wow, that's yep. okay. Yep. And the, and then the Padres and the Giants, just out of curiosity, in the NL West? Oh, you're, I know you wanted to know about the Giants. Giants uh, should be worse than they are. They, they should be 35 and, and 31. Padres, uh, they should be worse than they are, too. So they should be 39 and mm. 30. They're 42 and 27. Okay. So you're still you still think the Dodgers are the team to beat? There. I think so. I, yeah. I I think I just looked at it and it was like I don't know. I, we can, we can talk about the exact yeah. percentage after the. We'll do that. We'll get Mark's baseball picks of the day. Numbers game. Visa the Sports Betting Network. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN summer special is here for only $19. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VSIN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer. It's Gil Alexander, Mark Borchard from an undisclosed location somewhere in the desert at BaseWinner on Twitter. BaseWinner.com is where you can find him. Mark, by the way, uh, Jeff in the corner over here. <laughs> I'm not making this up. He comes out after the break and he goes, he doesn't have enough Giants magic in his model. That's it's exactly. Is that what Parlay said? No, Parlay's not here. Jeff, Jeff in the corner who does audio for us, who has oh, said it. Okay. Yeah, that's right. So apparently it's getting around you know, that you lack a little, Giants magic. A little aside, and I want your opinion next time I come on the show, Gil. Do you think that Parlay has a resemblance physically and physical appearance to Corbin Burns? I, I, I thought that oh, they looked pretty similar. Felica Felica sends me pictures of uh, men's tennis pro pro tennis player Ilya Ivashka, and he sends me goes look Parlay's (laughs) Parlay's playing a grass court tournament this week. (laughs) So there's that. By the way, we have another guy uh, um, who who does a I don't know if he wants me to name him on air, but he he does a parlay imitation as well. So Jeff has this cottage industry of guys. By the way, it's a spectacular imitation of Jeff talking as well. Uh, Jeff is under the weather today, so Brian Ortega is in for Jeff. 
Brian Ortega is the uh, he's the movie guy, right? He's the movie guy. You yes. notice the nose about the movie guy. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. I, I think I cashed a ticket, so thank you, uh, there Mr. You go. Ortega. Nice. There uh, you that, go. That's what I'm here for. Brian's ahead. This is the happiest moment he's had this morning. He's so happy right I, now. I am so excited. I love being known as the movie guy. You are the I'm, movie guy. Yeah, you should watch Hustle ahead of the NBA draft on Netflix with Adam Sandler. It'll make the NBA combine actually look like something you'd actually want to watch. Really? But just watch the movie instead. See, now he's just riffing. Now he's That's just giving good. I try, you know, I tried to, to Brian, just, I tried to, I tried to talk my wife into watching that movie the other day and she wouldn't do it. But now that you said, and again, Gil told me, I'll be like, well, Hey, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, homework assignment. There you go. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's a good movie. It's, you can watch with the family has Adam Sandler being serious should do it. I don't even need to be here anymore. You guys just, you guys just settle it. You Lisa, tell Lisa to go watch that movie. All right. So, Okay. We, you wanted to say one more thing about the Padres and the Giants, did you, after the break? Well, no, no, no. I think that the Dodgers still have some value in that market because I th- they're about like minus 200 right now, and I have them in the division simulator at, at minus 426. So I think that the Dodgers are probably – you know, still a go-to team. They still lead the league in plate discipline. I, I think that, you know, the, the production they've gotten from Anderson and Gonsolin has been awesome. Oh, and, amazing. And, and Kershaw, and maybe maybe Bueller can figure it out a little bit later. But, you know, this team, if they don't have the starting pitching to get them there, they're going to go buy the starting pitching to get them there. And I think that offensively, they're just stacked. They're, they're better than the Yankees by my ratings. You see this kid, O'Neill Cruz, play for the, uh, for the Pirates yesterday? Do you see this? I, no, I just plugged him in the model this morning, though. He's, he's got really high numbers, Gil. So this is unbelievable. Last night, so this was his third game last night, just sort of, you know, random, just baseball stuff. O'Neill Cruz is a six-foot-seven-inch shortstop for the Pittsburgh Pirates. And he has played three, three career games. In all three of them, he has had multiple total bases, had an RBI, um, scored a run, and since RBI became official in 1920, the only other player to do that, all of those things in each of his first three career games, Joe DiMaggio. But now here's the thing. He's also had the hardest throw by an infielder in Major League Baseball this year, 96.7 miles per hour. The hardest hit ball of the year by a Pirate, 112.9. The three fastest sprint speeds of the year by a Pirate as well. So, I mean, he's just, it's incredible. And he looks like he is a gigantor on the baseball field. Like when he's up at the plate, it's incredible to watch. Anyway, I don't know why I brought it up, but... Well, no, no, no. It's a, it's a good question. It's a good point. You know, if you're going to handicap these these pirates, you got to be aware of. I mean, it's not the same pirates that even started. Not not necessarily your dad's pirates. But it's not even the pirates that started the year, Gil. Yeah. And, and you got you got to know guys like uh, Tyler Heineman, O'Neill Cruz, Blake Madras just got. I plug him into the model. Jack Sawinski is a good player. So you know they've got a lot of a lot of youth, and I think that if you handicap the pirates, you got to know that. But long term projections on O'Neill Cruz are very bullish. Skill 20% better than average from a weighted runs created uh, projection standpoint. All right. What's the best division bet that currently exists? Is it the Cardinals? Is it a team in the AL central like the, like the guardians perhaps? Well, uh, I think that that it's interesting. I think the Dodgers probably is the best one. Mm. Um, let me just let me give me some odds and I can, I can, uh, I can. Well, I'm I'm happy to do that for you, Mr. Borchard. That's why I'm here. Uh, from the, uh, this is from, this is the AL and we'll give a sort of a, a consensus number here on these. Uh, but these are division odds for, we'll start with the, with the NL central. 
where the Brewers are minus 175 and the Cardinals are plus 120. Brewers, I have minus 338, Gil. So that's a good play on the Brewers. Okay, my goodness. I don't like the I don't like St. Louis's pitching. I think I think Wainwright and Hudson are are not that great, and and uh, so that that goes into the mix there. And their bullpen sucks. (laughs) So there's that. Uh, Yeah, no, no, no. I mean their bullpen's not very good either. So. Uh, okay. By the way, my AL Central won't come up, so I can't provide you those. I can just tell you, AL Central is up in the air. Uh, I've got Minnesota winning 36% of the time, the White Sox 31.7, and Cleveland 31.8. So if you can get uh, – I, I guess it would depend on the price on that one. But it's 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 between those three teams. Hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, I can give you a division for the uh, – let me get let me go to DraftKings here because I couldn't find it anyway. American League Central, White Sox plus 125, Cleveland plus 370, Minnesota plus 145. That Cleveland one plus three seventy. They should be plus two twenty three based on the okay. on the model. So right. if you guys want a want a long shot, go with Cleveland there. What do you like today? Well, I'm gonna go with Philly, and this is you know you hear of recency bias. I think this might be history bias on me with Martin Perez, but there's one number that kind of sticks out, and his home run for fly ball is only 2.7%. Uh, Major League average is 11%. Yeah. This Philly team's got some power. I'm going to go with Philly over four and a half on the team total. You can get plus money on that plus 105. I think that's a pretty good opportunity. Philly's uh, uh, plate discipline stats, really good recently, third in baseball. Over team total Phillies, that was your bet? That's going to be the, yeah, that's going to be the bet. Over four and a half plus 105. Full game, over four and a half plus 105 on the Phillies today. Uh, Philadelphia Phillies in action today. Uh, where are they today? Who are they playing? They're playing Texas with Martin Perez. There dude. you go. Martin Perez, our old friend Martin Perez. This is amazing. Yeah, we've been betting him for 12 years, this guy. It seems like Martin, Martin Perez, at least at least nine or ten years that I can remember, still hanging around. Interleague game again at Texas. Rangers minus 115 on the line, but Mark's going with the Phillies. Team total over four and a half. What else you got? I'm going to go with one more play today, and it's it's this Royals-Angels game over nine. I've got a projection of 10.7 runs in this game, and I mean, I'm just not high on Heasley. I've got him 149th out of the base winner, 150, and then Detmers, I'm not high on. He's 137th out of the base winner, 150. You look at their pitching plus numbers from the athletic. Uh, Heasley's in the 24th percentile. Detmers is in the 34th percentile, so not encouraging, and then the Royals are 25th uh, in my relief numbers. So you got a lot of things working for you there. And I think that that's a good opportunity to t- take the over in that game deal. Um, I know you don't delve into these markets that often, but American league MVP, Aaron judge, the short shot at plus plus one ten. Shohei's now plus four fifty. Mike Trout, who's been on a tear plus five fifty, And then Jose Ramirez, who does amazing things seemingly on a nightly basis, but is in oblivion there in Cleveland nine to one. You have a thought on any of that? I just hope that anybody gets it besides uh, Otani, because remember I went on the show uh, before the season started and I have had a group of five uh, at plus 132 odds, just kind of spreading the bet around. But it was it was Trout, Vlad, Judge, Alvarez and Jose Ramirez. So as long as Otani doesn't get it, I'm, I'm looking good. I think that 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 judge should get it right now based on the war. I mean, the guy's going to going to hit more home runs than Roger Maris. So, yeah, that's that's who I, I would. I don't know. I would I would bet him again. Is there an NL MVP or a Cy Young bet that you like right now? Oh, I like Aaron Nola. 
uh, he was at 30 to one two weeks ago. I put him out on the show and he was only one strikeout behind Corbin Burns. Burns had a really good outing last night. So that kind of hurts that, that Nola play, but he's still like right there, uh, at the top of the national league strikeout leaderboard. He was 30 to one uh, a couple weeks back. That was the one that I, I gave out uh, when Jeff hosted the show. Yeah. He's still 25 to one on bet MGM. So still he's only like, yeah, he's only like 10 strikeouts back. I think, uh, of, uh, he's he's number two in in the in the National League for strikeout skill. Yeah, shop of, as always. Shop around for all of these because Aaron Nola is fourteen to one at another shop, but twenty five to one. We're seeing good number at BetMGM on him. All right, Sandy Alcantara. By the way, the short shot three to one. Mark appreciated very much. So again, the two picks: uh, Phillies over team total, and then pick number two was once again Royals Royals Angels over nine. Gil. All right, two totals: one a team total, one a game total. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. Mark Borchard, everybody, at Basewinner. Basewinner.com is where you can find what he does. He's got a whole bunch of media that he does on his own as well. In studio, Ben Wilson next. College baseball. My goodness, the greatest betting vehicle of the year. That's next. Right here on the Numbers Game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on the numbers game, Gil Alexander. Ben Wilson, ladies and gentlemen, kind enough to join us in studio. You know, just rattling off a little 9 0 run in baseball before he got a bad number on a total and he lost on a total. Classic operator error, Gil. Where? 9 1. <laughs> 9 1. You don't know anything. I don't know anything. We'll get to your baseball thoughts. By the way, there is nothing I am more excited to talk about these days than college baseball. Ole Miss, three wins away from winning it all. Oh, oh. 100 to 1 ticket. Amazing. And if I would have just kind of soared in to wherever you, use, you used to watch baseball on a nightly basis at yes. the Planet Hollywood 10 years ago and said, Gil. Hard Rock. Oh, Hard yeah. Rock. Sorry. Yeah. Apologies. Yeah. In the year 2022, yeah. you are going to be, your obsession in the month of June is going to be college baseball. You, your response would have been. I would have been like, first of all, you're too young to be in this casino, Brent Wilson. And yeah. two, uh, you're crazy. <laughs> yes. I'd have been like, there's no chance that that's going to happen. By the way, baseball, though, which is a total, and Mark Borchard was just on, a total nerd out thing for me. It's like, you know, Deion Sanders used to say when he played baseball, it was his brain. When he played football, it was his brain on crack, right? The old drug uh, mm-hmm. prevention commercial. You do a baseball show here on the network called Run Line. When is that? Sunday nights, mm-hmm. uh, 8 to 10 Eastern, with Adam Burke, who does our daily uh, VEASAN MLB column. And it is nerd the... Fest. It is, oh, I mean, to say we embrace I love the nerd it. fest yes. is like, I mean, it's almost a disrespect to nerds themselves. And we get, I mean, it's all, I mean, look, it's all advanced analytics. It's all sabermetrics. And I mean, it's great because Adam, we can kind of look at, you know, obviously we'll look kind of in the, in the you know, day by day process of it, but we also look at a macro perspective. And so to look at, to take like the step back where we get so, I feel like we're always looking at what are, what are the picks today? What what is the what is the matchup today we like? Right. And you look at some of these guys, and I mean Adam's looking at you know, pitch arsenal, the pitch arsenals, and how they change over the course of a season for these guys. It, it ends up being a fascinating discussion because you learn so much about a individual players, and then how it kind of spills over into the teams. And it's just a it's a way I've never really thought about baseball in the past. I mean I've always been we all and I mean so many people just go all right, team A versus team B today. Like what do we think? What are the matchups? Yeah. And it goes so so much deeper than that. And it's, I mean, it's helped me just, you know, and I try to cap MLB, even though I am still super, super selective. Like, I can't, you know, Adam plays games every day. Yeah. I am, all, I think I've played 
maybe five pregame uh, plays and they're all like first five totals or strikeout props, things like that. So, so this is again, this is the, the fascinating part about sports betting, right? So baseball is the ultimate major league baseball is the ultimate betting grind. And for years, again, that's all I did had great seasons, had one really horrible season in there, 2013 sandwiched in between two really good seasons. And I remember in 2013, and I used to joke, I'd be like, oh, I'm up by three runs. I got them right where I want them because mm-hmm. I knew my bullpen, like, <laughs> right. the bullpens would just crush me that year. Anyway, the point is I remember that what a deflating exercise that was that year because baseball involves so much numbers analysis, at least the way that I do it, did it, the way that Adam Burke does it, that when you do have a bad long stretch run, it becomes particularly deflating, right, and disappointing because you're like, wow, I put in all this amazing effort, and typically, yeah, typically I will get results, but for whatever reason, it's not working out. By the way, this just in, this happens in sports betting. If anybody tells you it doesn't, you know, ever happen to them, they're lying or they haven't done it for long enough. And so I juxtapose that with, and sorry for going on a whole tangent on this, but I juxtapose it against Drew and I were just talking about this Paulo Boncaro thing at the number one pick in the draft. Well, I mean, if we hit this, and by the way, neither of us knows if we're going to or not, but if we do, what a ridiculous bet to win that we just sort of landed independently on this notion of why is this dude nine to one? Or why is this dude 11 or 12 to one? I think I'm going to bet this heavily. And bam, you could win that. Just like, you know, we have in NFL drafts before. Or taking it to college baseball, Mm -hmm. something that requires or has, has not required any numbers crunching. But just by observing, you can see that Ole Miss is chronically underrated. That Arkansas has been chronically underrated. That Oklahoma on a night-to-night basis or a day-to-day basis during the college baseball postseason has been chronically undervalued. And so forget the futures plays, which I'm thrilled to still have Texas A&M and Ole Miss, and we'll get into the games today momentarily and how the bracket works. But on a day-to-day basis, it's so much more exploitable than just bashing your head against the wall, crunching MLB numbers on a daily basis. And that is the that is the just the trick, the cruel trick that sports betting sometimes plays on you. Though, I would argue you have to keep in mind that still long-term, the best way is to do the numbers thing. No, absolutely. And you think about, I mean, let's consider in baseball this season where the ball, we had the discussion on our show Sunday night of, of the quotes that it was the uh, Michael Lorenzen pitcher from the Angels who, who had, had hit, I believe it was, he hit somebody in the head over the weekend. And he basically comes out after the game and says, like, I don't know what baseball's doing with the balls, but I literally could not get a grip in my hand. Yeah. And this is a, like, this is a joke. This is ridiculous that like we're major, like this was the game. This was the sport and the league I dreamt about playing from the time I was a kid. And now we're here and I have no idea what's going to happen with the baseball when it's coming out of my hand. Cause they keep changing it pretty. I mean, pretty stark comments to be making when you are, I mean, you are pitching in baseball's highest league. And so when you consider that, when you consider the introduction now of the park wide humidors and you consider the roster manipulation. Now we had that discussion too, where yesterday marked the change back to the old system, 13 pitcher maximum. It's, it's amazing how many, yeah, like the variables now in baseball, which makes it, I feel like for, and 
forget it. You know, I'm not even talking about the, the general thought here, which is that baseball, I mean, the ratings are down and people don't want to sit through these games and the measures they've gone to to try to shorten the games haven't really worked. So it is almost become now it's like a very, you know, it's a fun thing. I think for people just to fill the time, but there are so many other things now that we have the, the overall calendar of sports that there's not, there are more things now like WNBA. There are people now that have a very good niche and, and just oh, kill sure. that market for sure. College baseball, another great example. So it's not like now we're in the dog days of summer and it's, it's, it isn't all of a sudden that baseball is, is no longer t- completely relevant, but it's not anymore that one sport that you say, all right, I'm going to kick back and find something to bet because there's nothing else. And it's just, it's easy to kind of put that on a third or fourth line yeah. when you have other sports that are just so much more appealing for all those reasons I, I just mentioned. Well, it's one of so getting back to your show uh, called The Run Line on Sundays yes. with Adam Burke. It is, yeah. Um, you know, and I just, with Mark Borchard, Jason Weingarten's on the show, Joe Pita when he, won, when he used to talk baseball with us, but obviously Paul Spora as well. My regular baseball guest, John Legasa now as well, it, there's nothing more fun to talk about betting-wise because of all the numbers and the analytics crunching. But ultimately, our goal here is to win money, right? So it's like, I love the conversations, and I could go on for hours about them, but I do wonder sometimes, like, is this still the best bets I should make? And I've gotten to the point in my betting whole arc on it where I just don't bet as much MLB mm-hmm. as I used. I mean, that's the understatement of the world. I've gone from <laughs> right. the only thing that I used <laughs> yeah. to bet to barely at all, right? And so for me, it's it's just – but I still love talking about it. It's still the most fascinating thing in the world. I just wonder if – like, do you know anybody who's destroying baseball on a year-to-year basis? I get it. There are some people who will destroy it, you know, given a year, given a, a stretch of time. But I wonder if there's anybody out there who's just killing it perennially. Not that I know. And we've yeah. had the conversation too. Where, I mean, Adam had a tremendous April and May and mm-hmm. has, has been in, has, at least until I think about a week ago, just a brutal slump. I mean, just loose, felt like every single bet he was making. I mean, I know he, he lost several, seven oh, or eight in a dude. row. And we had a very open, there. it was not uh, this past Sunday, but a week ago, we had a very open, like honest conversation about, okay, Adam, like you're making daily plays. You are crunching the card. Your process doesn't change, but like, what do you do? when you're admired in a slump like this and he, I give him so much credit cause he was, it, you know, it's so, it's so easy for us. And we have this conversation where we start talking college baseball and I'm, yep. I've never been one to like ever give out picks on Twitter before, but here right. I am. Cause people are asking for it. <laughs> I don't want to be a bad guy. Sorry about that. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'll give out whatever I'm thinking, yeah. but it, so it's so easy to do that when you're winning. And so for Adam to kind of discussing like the mental process here that goes on when all of a sudden you get in a losing streak, which is going to inevitably happen when you talk about major league baseball, where it's this you know, 180 day slog, like how you keep yourself mentally just in a, in a frame of mind to not alter your process and to stay kind of consistent and driven that way. I found it fascinating. And he was straight up. Like, it's not like, even for people like me, who've been doing this, you know, my entire adult life, it's so hard to, to, to tell yourself, okay, what I'm doing is not wrong. The process, it's just the very, you know, the variance is going against me right now and managers are making idiotic decisions well, whenever so, I'm on so them. That's um, the thing. That's what's we, changed the most about baseball yeah. from when I, when I bet it almost exclusively to now, which is back in the day when I was on fan graphs and most people weren't now, everybody I, yes. talks about all this stuff yes. every day. Like they've, you know, been experts for 30 years on it. Right. But back in those days, you really could just go to Fangraphs, look at the difference between mm-hmm. the advanced stats and the and the you know baseball card stats, and you could exploit the baseball market because you knew that starting pitchers were going to be in for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. And now, just 
the haphazard pulling, the switch of relief pitchers, right? So it's just so many moving we're, parts. We're banging our head on Tony La Russa, like banging right. our head every single week on that guy. It's, it's remarkable. Love talking about it. Just don't know if it translates <laughs> yeah. uh, long term. College baseball. Today, two more elimination games. We'll get Ben's thoughts. I have a play as well that I gave out earlier. All of that next. Numbers Game Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager on the BetMGM app, sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Skill Alexander. Ben Wilson, kind enough to join us in studio once again. Ben Wilson, rising star. Rising, maybe not even rising, already a star. What are you, play-by-play? I mean, I, play I, mean I do host, I am hosting all week with Josh Applebaum. I'm betting across America. So clearly I've made it in wow. life, Gil. So. Yeah, let me, by the way, let me tell you what happens here. <laughs> uh, I texted Ben. I was like, hey, Ben, what days uh, do you want to be on the show this week? And he's like, well, Tuesday and Friday work for me because like those other days I host other shows. And I would just, whew, I mean, I can't do two shows in one day. And I'm like, yeah, what kind of schmuck would do that? I think you used a different word. Yes, I did. I probably did. Well, it'll be an honor to be the first one to <laughs> to beat to follow your lead on primetime action. I'll be following you tomorrow. And tonight is yeah. my. By the way, tonight is my final night on primetime action. Yeah, it'll be a special show. I'll miss those guys. Yeah, I'll miss uh, Matt Brown and Kelly Bidlin. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Try not to shed a tear. We'll, I think Danielle. We'll I think Danielle's on the show tonight too. So it's all. Oh, this, love oh it. the whole band is I'm back gonna, together. I'm coming on Danielle's uh, LA City cast today. There you go. Can't wait. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm attending my first ever WNBA game tonight. Are you really? Yeah. Here in town. Yeah. The uh, the Las Aces. Vegas Aces. Yeah. I have to I have to ask her what to bet on because I don't know. We're referring to Danielle Alvari, who Danielle hosts the Alvarez. LA City cast, part of our podcast network yeah. here. Okay. College baseball, the greatest thing ever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so we are at the point now, and it's, again, it's very difficult to describe on radio because it's a funky bracket. 
there were 64 teams that were the regionals. As Ben was here uh, a few weeks back, described sort of the process of how that gets picked, how there's some politics involved. Um, then it gets winnowed down to 16 teams for the super regionals. The regionals are a double elimination. The super regionals are best of three. Then it gets down to eight for the World Series in Omaha. That bracket is a combination of both double elimination and best of three. It's best of three when you get down to the final two, but it's not as simple as double elimination because there's winner brackets and loser brackets. It's really difficult to describe. Here's, here's essentially what I would say is the case right now. So Oklahoma and Ole Miss, for which I have a 100-to-1 ticket, Oklahoma and Ole Miss now are in the catbird seat to meet right now in the championship best of three. Oklahoma and Ole Miss in their respective brackets need to win but one game in their next two games to advance to the final two best of three. That's where they stand. What is yet to be determined is who they will have to face over a one-game or perhaps two-game stretch to see if they can be the team to get to the uh, final two and who are the teams that will challenge them. That will be determined today the loser of both games today will be eliminated. There have been two teams eliminated from the final eight so far, Texas and Stanford, which we talked about we thought were the shakiest, even though they were short shots. Today, Notre Dame, Texas A&M in the morning, loser eliminated, winner goes on to face Oklahoma. Winner, although Oklahoma only has to win one of the next two, the team that wins today would have to beat Oklahoma twice in two games to get to the final two. I know it's not making it any uh, clearer, Arkansas-Auburn is later, loser of that, eliminated, winner takes on Ole Miss to see if they can beat Ole Miss twice to get to the final two. So essentially the final four is determined today, although not all four are created. It's like a final four, kind of. Kind of. It's funny. I'm so like I'm so used to this from doing college baseball postseason yeah. in the conference tournaments, where I'm like, oh, this isn't even this is nothing. Right. But I realize for the average, for most people who have not who are not familiar maybe with this format before, it's like, wait, what? What? You have to yeah. see it, yeah. and we haven't been able to sort of translate it onto a graphic, but it's it's kind of clear now. So today, Notre Dame, Texas A&M again, elimination game, losers done. Winner will take on Oklahoma, and. Texas A&M right now. We'll go to the, by the way, I already bet Texas A&M. I bet Texas A&M yesterday at plus 124. Uh, I also have a future on Texas A&M at 40 to 1. So my perfect scenario is to get Texas A&M to take on Ole Miss in the final two. Texas A&M all the way down to plus 100 now. So I got a really good number. You yesterday. can still uh, circa you can get 120. Oh, okay. And, uh, there you go. If you well, for people who bet at Resorts World, you can get 120 there. But I don't know anybody who does, <laughs> but you can. It's a great food court there. I'm great sure food court. So okay, so you still can get Texas A&M yeah. at around plus 120. Do you have a play on this? I I don't. I, look, I personally I would think Notre Dame. I, Notre Dame, I I still believe is the better team. But can, do you really make them a dollar 45 favorite? That, and this is kind of the crux of a lot of our discussions on, on this entire stretch of for these teams that are so evenly matched. And to me, this is a total, total coin flip game. So I completely respect you for wanting plus money. I, I don't know how you really, you really pick a side here given, I mean, A&M was so impressive to me in that Texas game. And they, so, look, they, so they lead the country in most 
pitches taken per plate appearance. Yes. And that was on no further display than the game against Texas, where they essentially ground that mighty Longhorn team that we all of a sudden made the favorites for the tournament. They ground them to a pulp, and it was so impressive. They knew if they could knock that starter out, and this is so much of these College World Series games comes down to starting pitching depth. It falls off a cliff. And they knew that if they could bounce the Texas starter, Texas was in big trouble. That's exactly what they did. Yeah, and the, my only concern is no, like Notre Dame is a is a team who understands that philosophy better than anybody because they and they match a lot of the same things A and M does as we've talked about before. Most they veteran, eliminated Tennessee. They eliminated Tennessee, the most the most veteran team mm-hmm. remaining in this field. So it's it's not a not a play for me. I'd. I'm seeing one book has a total at 15, 15. now. So you the just total get, is oh, 15. You get some ridiculously high total. And I mean, A&M, their pitching was was just nuked in game one, put up 10 runs in game two. I, you know, I, I, that was my first loss because mighty Texas yeah. could only muster a couple of runs. But they didn't participate. Didn't, and didn't, didn't decide to participate. So this, this is the thing with today's games. Again, getting back to the theme of when you get past the ace starter, and maybe some teams have a, have a competent two, now we're at the point where you're just getting the mishmash. And so the, the total in the first game, is, as Ben just said, the A&M Notre Dame game is 15. The second game, Auburn-Arkansas, and again, the loser of that is eliminated. The winner of that will take on, uh, will take on uh, pardon me, Ole Miss to see if they can get to the uh, best of three championship series. Arkansas is a minus 145 favorite in this game. Auburn plus 115 coming back, 30 cents straddle on these. 13 and a half mm. the total in this any play here so i i went into this thinking just based on watching last night i would want to be taking auburn just be just because of the the general thought of all right arkansas i mean they use seven different pitchers but and their starter didn't make it out of the first last night five of their pitchers were, were pretty well lit up in that game but what's interesting to, at least for today so arkansas will go with will mcintyre so, so most of these teams how it works in the regular season is you have a your top three starters because you have these conference series where you go friday saturday sunday starter that's kind of how they're referred to so your ace is referred to as your your friday starter in right. college base it's one of the weird quirks of college baseball yep. will mcintyre was not really in arkansas's rotation but when he's pitched, he's been really, really good. I mean, tub, sub 250 ERA, really solid numbers. It's only made, it'll only be his eighth start of the year. Pitched really well in relief in like a long relief role against Auburn when they faced in the regular season. And they are going. Uh, he just threw his last start was I believe five and a, five and a third shutout against North Carolina in regionals. And Arkansas basically is desperate for this guy to go deep. So this handicap kind of solely comes down to what do you believe in this Arkansas starter, who I, I think is really, really solid, uh, and it kind of juxtaposes itself against an Auburn team who I don't know if you saw, but they have like eight, eight guys dealing with uh, some sort of food poisoning or, or uh, flu like symptoms right now, which is their class, their radio announcer, like classic, you know, great sec radio announcer was yeah. like, yeah, coach Thompson said there were uh, seven, eight guys on the toilet too much. Like that was his, <laughs> that was the way he said it in the broadcast. So I went into this thinking, man, like, again, I've loved this Auburn team. They've been disrespected by the market the whole time would love them at a dog price, but I, I just can't get there on, on Auburn. I mean, and we talked about how Stanford was, uh, you know, th- yeah. that was certainly even despite the number two seed billing was kind of a weak team. Auburn, in, they had that massive one inning to, to get the win yesterday from behind. It was what uh, 16 and two thirds without a run for them to start the tournament. And that's been their issue with Sonny Deshera, Their stud slugger is not really doing much at the plate. They're not a lineup that really worries you. And he's, he hasn't hit a homer yet. He hasn't done much at the plate. So I'm concerned about Auburn today. Uh, I would, I would let, and I see uh, actually South point 
Might bind us. I'm going to go. I haven't, I haven't played this yet. Might walk, uh, take a walk over, yeah, visit Vinny. Minus 135. Arkansas would be my my suggestion today. So you're playing Arkansas minus 135. Yeah. Okay. I got A&M in the first one, and Ben's got Arkansas in the second one. May they both get home. May they both get home. Should be fun. Who do, who do you think wins it all? I told you before when we came on. I said Ole Miss. Let's and, go. I, mean, I still They're the favorite now, and I still believe it. I At least I feel vindication. I liked Ole Miss. I thought Texas was going to be a fraud, and they were out, out in two. Three more wins. Three I can't believe you're wins. actually on the precipice of oh, dude. maybe doing this. <laughs> it's I, am, I am just beside myself. Nothing matters except for tennis and college baseball right now. Ben, we'll see you Friday. Absolutely. Can't wait. Ben Wilson, everybody, on a numbers game. Lombardi Line is next. Enjoy from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> I love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.